Welcome back to the Gadget Spot. Oh, just kidding. It's Geek Show Help Desk. Boom. Did, did you do I, that on purpose? Or I don't was know that what's happening. I messed up halfway through, and then I decided to own it because I'm wow. so used to I'm so used to hearing this music and thinking Gadget Spot, even though we've still used it on Help Desk. But anyway. <laughs> It's been months. And I know. Now, now you mess up. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, uh, this is Geek Show Help Desk, where we talk about tech gadgets and other things, science-related, spacey space stuff, you know, cool stuff. Let's kick it off by introducing our panelists. He's wanting to make sure that Owen doesn't one-up him, so he is also podcasting while out of town. It's mm. Jaren. I'm in a car, Owen. Have you ever podcasted from a car before? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> when? That did not work out well. I don't know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to shoot you down. Oh, it was a lie. <laughs> yeah. It was a lie. You should have went with this dirty lie. Well, I'm Jaron. You can find me on Twitter as long as it's still up at Jaron. Yeah, and, for now. Uh, that's it. All right. Coming at you from his house in his normal spot. It's Owen. Hey there. You know, Jaren, you didn't need to one-up me. I respect you. No, no, no. Yeah. He wasn't one-upping. He was just matching. Oh, I see. I see. Because yeah. when right. I go out of town, I just like, nope, see you guys. Peace. See? Wow. Lando's right. the one we have to worry about. Yeah, follow me on, on the Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. doesn't care about the listeners. X, whatever it's called. Uh, at Technoan. Follow me on Blue Sky. Don't follow me on Blue Sky. I've n I don't even think I have a profile picture up there. They just barely um, hit 2 million users. <laughs> yep. So Which in the it. world of social media, that is not very much. <laughs> so I, Blue Sky's uh, posts kind of go away after a couple of days. So oh, I went do? into it. Yeah, I went into it today. I refresh it. There was one post in my entire feed. That's a mistake, <laughs> oh, wow. Blue Sky. Don't do that, especially when you have so little content. Yeah. All right. Coming at us from his basement. It's Lando. Hey, guys. Contrary to popular belief, mainly Jaren's belief, I do care about you, the listener. I do mm. care. I care a lot. Prove it. Mm. Just because I, I, I choose to disconnect when I go on vacation doesn't mean I don't care. It means I you know, practice self-care for myself so I can care about you when I get back. Oh, That's I don't what it's all about. doing this? Yeah, I love, I love you listeners more I than Lando. I, I do it yeah. even though I'm on vacation. <laughs> I, yeah. I do this because it's fun. Mm-hmm. I, and I love our, our, it's lo our a, listeners. It's not a job. I, I think this is a yeah. dig on me somehow, but I'm not going to take it like that. <laughs> I, no, like, I, I do what I do. I think I'm getting dunked on, but I don't know. This is what happened to Lando just now. Got yeah, I suppose so. Well, let's get let's let's get moved past <laughs> this and go to our host. It's Tony. <laughs> hey, I'm in my normal spot. Uh, check me out on Twitter at TwitterX at Quad T Tony or on the other Geek Show stuff. Uh, it's the week of Thanksgiving. In case you haven't noticed, if you're in the the United States of America, it's Turkey Day. If you're outside of the United States of America, you, you know you can still I, have a turkey. I, I that think day. Take Canada still does Turkey Day too at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but it's in so, October. Oh, really? So yeah, have you guys have you guys different. joined the movement of or or seen or heard of the movement the people not celebrating Thanksgiving? Uh, I know it's been I a thing not. for a while, but like you know because have, it's the whole takeover of indigenous. Anyway, somebody. There was a. It's distasteful, but I'm gonna share it. Uh, somebody on Twitter said. Classic Owen. So yeah, somebody on Twitter said, "It's uh, Thanksgiving, and I think we're very thankful that the Indians didn't have guns too." Judas Priest. So, oh, <laughs> well, man. that's what we're Owen, thankful for. Oh, and I, I think Tony and I have a uh, <laughs> certain point of view here because we both have ancestors that were on both sides of the original Thanksgiving, on the Native American side, and the that's Pilgrim super. side. Super yeah. weird, and so I like I didn't it. Know this, yeah. So this it's is just like a family true, reunion right? for you. It's All right, the same thing. Okay, right on. Well, there you go. All right, uh, let's see. We have some emails. Hold on, I have the thing for that. Email. Yeah, there it is. I updated I like my soundboard. It. Things are in a different spot now. I got new ones though. You'll be hearing them. Mm. You're gonna, you're gonna like it. Here's a good mm. one. Hey. Oh, Bonk. that brings happiness to you me. You need you need the burnt sound. That you need to have that one interrupted Bonk. with the. Dunk. This one. No. Nope. This nope. one. That yeah. one. So you <laughs> have to right, cut that. You have to Windows cut that one error. halfway through yeah. the boot sequence. Bing, ba, dun, 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 dun. All right. Uh, first on the emails here, we have an email from Michael Cardenas. 
He says, hello, gentlemen, and Larry, Leon, Lionel. Uh, Lando. I need help remembering his name. Oh, (laughs) stick socks. (laughs) Says, I'm a new listener to the show coming from the Geek Show podcast. Well, welcome over, Michael. I heard Tony on there always talking about the gadget spot, but regrettably never checked it out. I mean, there's always time to get better, so you're doing it now. The the backlog's there. That's right. (laughs) I recognize now what I was missing out on. See, this guy, he gets it. Four weeks ago, my wife and I had our first baby, which turned out to be more eventful than anticipated, and the weeks after were not any different either. But while that was happening, I began listening to you guys and have enjoyed every episode since. Oh, thanks. Hmm. Lang and Twyman's emails have been engaging and interesting. The tech and science news keeps me updated, and most and the most fun is the banter in between. Boom. That's my favorite oh. part. I get to listen to an old friend talk about new topics and have met fun new friends along the way. Thank you for distracting me and keeping me sane. You guys have a longtime listener in me. All right. Yeah. He says, I further says, I do need some tech advice, though. My lady works at Dell and gets a pretty good discount on laptops, and Mm -hmm. I have been needing a new one, but have been putting it off. As I type this, the fan on my current seven-year-old laptop will not stop running, the battery dies fast, and the backlights don't work anymore. Oof. The backlit lights on keyboard. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a general contractor and use Word, Excel, Outlook, Project, Nitro PDF, and Adobe Illustrator. I would also like to use it for light gaming, like the remastered Last of Us or Bioshock. Those are two very different categories of gaming as far as heavy or lightness. Yeah, Bioshock, uh, not much. Last of no. Us, woo. Heavy, yeah, heavy requirements. I'm looking to buy the Latitude 3540 laptop. See the link below. What do you guys think? You guys are the best. Even Logan or whatever his name is, Snake Ripley. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thanks, Snake Ripley. I clicked on the link here, and the Latitude 3540 that you have here. Give us some it, stats, Tony. Yeah, if the uh, stats come across from what you chose, it's a 13th Gen i7-1355U, which is 10 cores, uh, 12 threads. That's a lot of cores. <clears throat> uh, let's see. So if it says 12 threads and 10 cores, I think that means... I hope I'm wrong, but I think that means two performance cores and eight efficiency cores because the efficiency cores don't have hyperthreading. So that's the only way that math would work, I think. Anyway, uh, 16 gigs of RAM, a 512 SSD, um, 16, uh, 15.6 inch 1080p 60 hertz IPS, uh, non-glare NTSC 45%, uh, FHD and IR camera with for the Windows Hello. Uh, integrated graphics and a 54 watt hour battery okay so i can stop you right at integrated graphics that will not get you what you want as far as it'll do everything but the gaming stuff yeah it'll do everything but the gaming stuff it'll Um, do bioshock it won't do last of us correct yeah i would say that if you do want something that is going to play bioshock you want to look at uh 3060 or 4050 laptop graphics card. So like you're talking about the, yeah, you're talking about the NVIDIA. Yeah, the NVIDIA. I would say check out, uh, Dell has the, what is it, the G series? Um, It's not Alienware because I own Alienware too and you can buy Alienware stuff on Dell with that discount. But they also have, I think it's like the G16 and that's like... uh, entry level and mid tier. I would say check that stuff out. They got uh, some pretty good price to performance on those from what I've seen. And this one kitted out as it is is $959, which I would say that's you could get a a G16 for around that money and have a much better gaming experience. And does the G16 have integrated graphics too, so you'll still get that good battery life? Uh, I want to say that it does. But I'm going to check here real quick and see. He's googling. What... <clears throat> I'm on. I'm. I'm on their. Uh, on their page here. And yeah, so if... integrated graphics, good for battery life and like everyday stuff. Bad for bad gaming. Bad for gaming. Whereas yeah. discrete graphics, 
Good for gaming, bad for huh. everything else. It's a trade-off, right? Has, has a laptop yeah. ever been made that has both that you can turn on and off? Like a... Oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of them do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. most of okay, them Okay, so here we go. Uh, they have some G16s, gaming laptops with NVIDIA RTX 3060. And I'm looking here at one that has uh, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 hard drive, a much more powerful i7, even though it is a generation older, the 12700H is going to be much more powerful than that yeah. ultra-low um wattage the u, the u right yeah the u, the u the line this is yeah. the h line yeah h line works better and they have an option here for uh 900 bucks so it's our, it's even less expensive <clears throat> should it and, should shoot him back an email tony yeah so i'll, I'll reply i'll reply to this uh and send it back to you and yeah i would definitely recommend something more like this the other thing about that other laptop that you sent the link to is it only supports what did it say like 45 percent of the ntsc color color space mm. it's that's not very much you want something that has more that's colors. less than half yeah that is less than half so so what are you paying for with the latitude <clears throat> done probably better I better chassis it, i think SSD? latitude is is one of the business lines and so yeah. they they so just better tend to support overcharge probably. Yeah, yeah, they, they tend do. to overcharge with the enterprise stuff, yep, if you ask sure. me. So there you go. I'll send you a link to what I have here and uh, see what you think about that. But yeah, you definitely want something within, with a dedicated GPU if you're going to do some gaming. All right, next up, question from Trent. Says, hello, Geek Show crew. I have a question about TVs. I am looking to upgrade my main TV and looking for a 65-inch. That setup has my Xbox Series X and PS5 running through a Yamaha RX V385 receiver for switching. What is the best TV for that setup? I get lost in the OLED QLED debate and such. Thank you for what was all that your Yamaha help. again? Uh, the Yamaha RX V385. V385. Lots of model yes. numbers flying around tonight. Make sure that has HDMI 2.1. If, yeah, I'm looking if, right now. Yeah, if you're going to get a TV that supports that. Thank you for all your help and quality podcasting. Been a fan for a while. Well, thanks, Trent. Uh, yes, so OLED is definitely going to look better than QLED. That's just that's just the nature of the beast. Um, however, if you're in a very bright room, you might want to go QLED. So Well, recent OLEDs are bright enough. So I, I, I think you'll be fine with... Like newer OLEDs, well, you the C3 or the... The C3 is not that much brighter than the C2. Which was brighter than the C1, which was also brighter than the C10, which is what we have. But the it's the G series that has the micro lens array in the back that is actually significantly brighter. So I don't, I don't know if I'd go with LG if it's going to be in a bright room. I'd probably go with the Samsung. I have a Samsung S95B. Yeah. They have a new S95C, which is even better. I have no problems in a bright room. Yeah, um, it's, it's very bright. So if you have the money, yeah, OLED, LG, uh, G series, or the Samsung S95C, fantastic TVs. Yep. Did you find that model of the of the receiver? Well, here's here's uh, here's here's my about. take on this. Like, I don't I don't get I don't nerd out on TVs as much as Jaron and and Owen or and Tony do for sure. But really, if you're buying an OLED, you it's hard to go wrong. If it's you're true. upgrading to from something that's not OLED to OLED, it's night and day difference. Like you're gonna you're gonna be awesome. You know I'm what I'm kind, saying? I'm a, so, I'm a pure consumer in this way. Like I'm just like that one looks better, and I don't really know why. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Totally. Go to the showroom floor, see which one looks good to you, and buy that one. You can do that, but it's also kind of rough to go to the showroom floor and look at it because sure. they, they always crank all the mm -hmm. settings up all the way on the showroom floor. That's, yep. that's fair. That's and you're fair. not at all looking at an accurate depiction of what yeah. the TV will look I like always, in your house. That, and so I always, I'm, it's like a boat. I don't own a boat, but I've got TV guys. Like I don't, like <laughs> I, I don't know how to, guys. I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know all the specs and ins and outs, but I got TV guys. What? Much like this guy, uh, is it Trent? And <clears throat> Yeah, much like this yep. guy, he just writes in. I just, I just write into Slack. Uh, and, like, guys, and TV. To be <laughs> fair, I do the same thing. But my point here is, it's really, really easy to get like caught up in like every single spec and trying to find the quote unquote best TV. That's true. No, that's and true. It's you're just going to be down the rabbit hole forever. You got to pull the trigger on something. Once you, and once most you get to things a certain, today are really good. Yeah, once you get to a certain price point, everything above that is really nitpicky quality yeah. wise. <clears throat> you know. Yep. 
So the main thing you're going to want to look at, especially if you have an Xbox Series X and a PS5, is you're going to want a TV that supports HDMI 2.1. Yep. Even if your even if your receiver doesn't, you can run the the Xbox and the PS5 straight to the TV and have the sound come back through eARC. That's yeah, what so I did this, for a while. Or optical sometimes. Or, that's, I've done that in the past. Your receiver does support HDMI 2.1, but it doesn't do VRR pass-through, which is the main reason why you want HDMI 2.1. So yep. yeah, as Tony so said, eARC it back. Run straight to your TV, eARC it back to the receiver, and you won't lose anything as far as functionality. Now, uh, as well with the QLED versus the OLED, um, not only is the picture quality just better in general, um, the response time when you're gaming on the OLED is second to none. There is like no pixel latency between um, what you tell it to do and what happens on the screen versus the QLED. There's there's a pixel response time on the LCD panel that takes you know a little cycles. bit of a few Refreshing. milliseconds, a few refresh a few cycles to to register what the Xbox was sending, but with the OLED, it's just boom, boom, Snappy. Boom. Oh, it's man. It's so snappy. They're just fantastic. I can't say enough good things about OLED. So, yeah, if you got the scratch, I would definitely say go with the Samsung well, and it is, or It is LG the season for Black or, Friday deals, too. So. That's true. Yep. So It's released on Turkey Day. So if you happen to listen on Turkey Day, tomorrow is Black Friday Day. So go, go, yep. go look it up. Go look it up. Do the and... Thing. If you don't go OLED, uh, just make sure that whatever you do get has HDMI 2.1 that supports uh, 4K 120 and variable refresh rate. I would look for mini LED or full array local dimming as well. If you go the QLED route, it will enhance your picture quality quite a bit. It'll up the contrast a lot and you won't get any of the uh, weird lighting issues that you can get with uh, LED based TVs. Like yeah. the back backlight bleed type stuff. Backlight That's bleed. true. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Good luck on your hunt. Let us know what you decide on. Thanks for writing in, Trent. And then we have not laying. Says, Dear help help desk friends at all. Just wanted to say thanks for the suggestion on the mono price fiber HDMI cable. I was a bit wary since the Reviews on Amazon were not great, but they were good on their own site, on Monoprice's site. However, oh, even why. <laughs> yeah, even at 50 feet long, it seems to be doing the job fine, and I can run my nice. Apple TV in 422 Chroma without issue, which I couldn't do before. Nice. Since it is a Black Friday season, I wanted to ask, what are some upcoming deals on tech I should keep an eye out for? I'm open to almost anything as I, too, am a sucker for buying things that are, quote, deals, unquote. <laughs> Come to the right place, Twyman. I mean, not laying. I didn't, uh, deals I didn't know, but uh, I needed. Deals I didn't know I needed, but can't pass up for the right price. Storage. If you need oh, storage. Yeah. Now's the time. It's like the cheapest it can be, and then Black Friday will be even better. He says, thanks again to my friends and Mr. C if you showed up this time. It's talking about about you. I know, and you did show up. Some, and you did show up this time, so he's thanking you. Yeah, oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So I would. He wasn't mean to you this time. Yeah, yeah he was actually pretty neutral. Yeah, last yeah, last time was, was not no, great. You know, neutral neutral Twyman is actually a rave review. So ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? Yeah. All right, so Twyman, I would say, um, like Jaron said, storage. If you need any NVMe SSDs or 2.5 inch SSDs for your computers or anything like that, now is the time to grab those. TVs Very good are on deals. the list. TVs are great, um, but I know the technology you have, and I know that you need to look at the Xbox Series X. I was going to say, <laughs> it's $50 those, off right now. It's a minimum of $50 off. Yeah. At Target right now, there is a deal. It's $50 off, plus you get a copy of Diablo 4, plus you get a $75 Target gift card. Oh, yeah. That so that's basically like getting it for $375. And uh, there's other deals around as well that you can find. So it will be at a minimum $50 off. And then um, controllers are cheap. If you want to grab a couple controllers right now, you can find a lot of controllers for around 30 bucks for the Xbox. Um, are they doing any deals on Game Pass or anything that like any of the subscription services? So not on the sub services, but I have seen a boatload of game deals 
at all the outlets. They are uh, physical media, so you have to be okay with standing up to change the disc <laughs> or, no, or, no or changing pass. the cartridge on the Switch. But they are, I've seen a lot of stuff half off, games that only came out a couple months ago, you know, so. I have enough obstacles keeping me from playing games. I don't need another one. I don't need ten, <laughs> I don't need, I don't need ten more feet. That's right. Yeah. That. That's just too much friction for Jaren. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So that's what I would recommend. You guys have any other things to mention? I would say follow, go to the tech blogs, and they always have like the best deals of Black Friday lists. Yeah. yeah. You know, Dyson, go, to, go to your I've favorite seen, tech blogs and follow the I, lists. Yep. Yeah, I've seen Dyson's. I've seen some of those, the Roombas on sale. Basically, all your big gadget people the, are the the little robots on sale. Yeah. Uh, how much is it on sale for? Because I paid full price and it's awesome. It's worth it. Even full it, price is hundred percent worth I, it. Exactly. It was, I can't remember how much it all. No I sent to my wife. I'm like, I need nope. this. I'm the only one that cleans the damn litter box. No regrets. Oh, so good. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Owen brought up. Uh, what did you bring up, Owen? Before the uh, gadgets, Roomba. Dyson. Oh, I saw a Dyson V11 for three hundred bucks. Yeah, oh, that's a sweet deal. deal. Two fifty off. Don't say 250, that. Two fifty. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, I don't like need super. Another Dyson in my the house. The V11 is a great vacuum. Yeah, and for three hundo, that is a deal. Yep. So you can always use another Dyson, Jaron. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> buy right you're now. Right. <laughs> yep. You're right. <laughs> And then if uh, in the PC gaming space, all of the uh, big outlets are doing their autumn sale right now. Yep. Steam just started theirs today. Green Man Gaming's had theirs on for a day or two. Humble Bundle has uh, Humble Store has theirs on. Uh, I believe um, all the consoles are doing some sales right now too. The Xbox Store, the PlayStation Store, Switch, Nintendo Store. So. Yeah, a lot, lot, of, lot of good deals to be had this year. The last couple of years, I think, have been kind of poopy um, yeah. deal-wise, but I think this but year... this is a big year for games. Stuff. So, yeah, yeah this is a, some of the games that came out this year were big, and some yeah. of them are going 40%, 50% off, mm -hmm. you know? so Before the end of the year, we're going to have our best-of lists episodes, and just thinking about the gaming this year, it's been... Oh, man. I mean, there's yeah. been so many just outstanding games this year. It'll it's be like crazy. Sophie's Choice. Yeah, can you choose? yeah, which can, yeah, you can't choose. So, all right, well, there you go. That's the emails. Thanks for writing in, everybody. And uh, let's move along to a few stories because we have some updates on things that we talked about last week, and we have some really juicy stuff coming out of OpenAI this week. Holy cow. Let's start with updates, though. So last week we talked about the nothing manufacturer allowing you to do iMessage through a new app they released. <laughs> trying, to, trying to let us annoying Android users live in the upper echelons of the green bubble. Yeah, right. blue, blue bubble. Get out blue of the bubble. green bubble. What, what yeah. did we tell people last week, Tony? What did we tell Don't, them? We said, uh, you probably shouldn't do this. That doesn't sound because very good. It's, you have to give your information to nothing. Your, your Apple information and everything. And, uh, well, <laughs> we were right. <laughs> You know, um, there's a hold on. Dang it! I wish I'd have memorized where my things are because there's from the Google is, Play Store. Yeah, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Profound security and privacy issues. Yeah, of course, <laughs> profound. I think we, call, we we called this out. In fact, Jaron said uh, this is just doing a pass through, just a translation. Yeah, man in the middle. And I feel like and you don't own the man in the middle. They do, or somebody does, and no, somebody no encryption, no nothing. I, no, I felt like when I read this article, my brain was just like, yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, like I knew it, I knew it. it. So, so nothing was licensing the app from Sunbird. Yeah, and yep. Sunbird was available on the Android Google Play Store, and uh, after these reports. Um, they decided to pause Sunbird usage for now, so they pulled the app down. <laughs> Google, Google, pull, like the app stores pulled them. Well, yeah. no, they, Sunbird, Sunbird, did. Sunbird. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Sunbird well, had access to all messages and content <laughs> and metadata on users' devices. Well, it investigates. They knew. None of it was encrypted. They put not it even down. the pa not even the passwords. Not even no, the username and password. So they just going across in plain text. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Yeah. 
Yeah, they pulled so it down bad. so they could investigate that it wasn't end-to-end encrypted. Like, oh my how gosh! They, how Sunbird, could I know that? Come Sunbird, on. hey Sunbird, did you build encryption into this? Yes uh, or no? Exactly. It's, it's like, you know we what? don't know. Uh, if there's, we better check to see if there's encryption we, on this. What? We better the, the see. Media files were sent through sent through the app were also publicly accessible online through URLs and file yeah. names. Yep, they just they this just guy, assigned them random URLs. Oh no! So so this guy right here that they talk about in the article dylan russell uh basically just downloaded a whole bunch of stuff just From straight people. off yeah. straight off their servers other people's <laughs> data to show them look 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 oh. what is accessible oh, through man. this so yeah hopefully you listened to us last week and when we said don't, don't do that use that i wouldn't use any service that promises iMessage until Apple opens the doors and yep. does it themselves. Until Apple does it themselves, I because I wouldn't. because the only way to get it to work. It out. Yep. yep, the only way to get it to work is to give someone else your Apple credentials. And yep. if you use your phone number for any sort of two-factor authentication, that's at risk. <laughs> if you use if you use that All password for anything else that your apple password is for anything else that's at risk like yep. just it's don't gone do it. i wouldn't say just at risk do i would say it's just, it's compromised at the as day. i thought yes. about as i thought about this though i get the sunfire you know giving your giving your stuff to a third party what if you owned the server though like in your house like what if you set up a little box that does that runs that software and then you could firewall it you know protect it that way mm-hmm. even though it's like did you make the front end too or are you trusting someone else's front end to yeah, access your exactly. you're, you're getting way out in the weeds i just wonder like it if would there's be a cer- awesome if you could do it yeah like it sounds like it wasn't that well thought out in the first place so if well, there was if there was an app that you could just run natively on some linux linux build in your house and but like you know, jaron said whoever wrote the app you know if they weren't right. good with their coding then it, it can't be a linux a, build it has to go to a mac uh, os yes right build has to it, go that's the only so way they were using mac minis that they right. just right right they just spun up a whole bunch of mac minis and basically mm-hmm. we're using those yeah, and Apple's cool, never going to open up iMessage unless no. governments no. force them to. Yeah. What what Look, they are doing though is opening up RCS support. Look at this. Well, they're not guy. opening up, they're going to support RCS. Yeah. That's you know, that's the little And RCS there. RCS just shows when other people are typing, right? Like does a bunch of other functions. No, no, no there, there's there, there's a the lot RCS of RCS is good. This is a good thing. thing. So, yeah, it's RCS is, is the next gen version of SMS. So right. on iPhones right now, either have iMessage or yeah, iMessage or SMS, the green bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, Android has been using RCS for a couple years now, and Google's really been trying to put up the pressure on Apple They've to been, support yeah. it. They've been mocking um, them out, out like outright. Mm-hmm. And so Apple is finally like, okay, we'll we'll do it. What RCS gives you is uh, I, the biggest thing to me is when you send pictures to, or videos to other people, it won't be compressed. Yeah, it oh. it, it'll be well, high quality, similar to the, iMessage. Which the other thing that matters finally. is it's also encrypted end to end too. It's it's, no, it's, it's encryption. No, it's it does, not. I, I thought RCS was encrypted. Thank so, you, Tony. It does the RCS, the RCS standard does not support encryption. Google has built encryption on top of it, but it's not a part of the standard. And Apple is really? not going to support Google's random part. encryption um, mm, scheme. Bummer. So there, there's rumors that uh, Apple is working with the RCS organization, whatever they're called, to bring on encryption. That's like a, mm. an official part of the standard. Um, but at this good. point, it won't be encrypted between Android and iOS. But you will get like the typing indicators, high quality pictures, and stuff like that. It should be coming the likes. So to yeah. iPhones next year sometime. So, so probably that being in, said, December thirty first next year. I'm guessing. Don't, don't I would send any the next iOS update. Don't send any sensitive information across that yeah. if you're worried about it not yeah. being encrypted. Well, that's so. no different than SMS. SMS that's isn't true. encrypted. That's right. true. Yeah, yeah. The, so the it's not like you're getting same, fun- functionality same, taken away. Right. Same rules apply. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, okay. We got. We got. We got AI. Let's talk do it. Because Let's holy it. moly. Okay. Oh, we're gonna man. build. We're gonna build up to this. Let's do um, a timeline from so, the start. Yeah, we could do a timeline. But before we get to that, uh, there's a little bit of good news in the AI front, perhaps. If Google is to be believed, uh, they have done a bunch of research recently, and have come to the conclusion that. Uh, AGI is not going to be a threat anytime in the near future. AGI oh. would be 
Google Generative saying AI. that so that they can protect their interests? <laughs> That's the I, question. I really, I really trust That's them. That's the question. No, it's now, not. It's not advanced. We don't have a Android in the basement. So AGI stands for Artificial General Intelligence. Yep. And the the argument they make is logical. However, you know, grain of salt. It is coming from a company that stands to benefit uh, quite a bit as more artificial intelligence stuff is rolled out. What they're saying is basically the stuff that AI is specifically trained on, it handles really well. If you train an AI to be conversational in topics, it handles it really well. Now, what sets it apart from becoming uh, AGI is taking what it learned in those sets that it's specifically trained for and applying it in other things. You know, like with a human, we can learn something in one aspect of our lives and then Translate. apply mm -hmm. that to other aspects of our lives. Conceptual and they're saying, learning. And, yeah, and they're saying as far as what they've seen with all the models out there right now, that uh, artificial intelligence is very, very bad. I don't think. I don't think. That. I don't think OpenAI has shown them their models, though. So you know, <laughs> well, it's like, you know what's, I mean, they, they've shown them what they have. What, yeah. what they've shown the public. Yeah, so. and, exactly. and surely AI can't improve over the yeah. next five, well, ten years. No, right? That's so, the question: is how fast will it improve? And so surely all the companies working on it have shown their highest level of. Stuff. <laughs> They're not keeping anything behind the curtain. Nah. What do you have to say there? It's Lando? gone. It's, it's over. I. Okay, so anyway, here's something really interesting. So. so last last week on, uh, on on UVU campus, we had a big, um, what we called our data summit. It was a big event all around data. We brought in a computer science expert from BYU. He's got like three masters in generative AI um, and understands this stuff really well. Um, some really interesting points that he made. Um, they did a big study about um, what are some prefix kind of like, uh, what do you call them? Uh, phrases prefix, pre that we can add to, to prompts to make them better. Mm-hmm. And the, you know what? You guys know which one made it better? This is crazy. This is going to blow your brain. Blew my brain. The the one that consistently made all the prompts better with AI was slow down, take a breath. Computers can't breathe, mind take you. Take a breath. Take a breath and think through this wow. and then make your request. And that just – with the, you, the, if you took out really? take a breath, it – no, really. It made it better. And here's the part that's really mind-boggling is we don't know why that makes it better. <laughs> that's that's, the, not that's scary the worst part. Yeah, Isn't that's that, the worst part. <laughs> Isn't that bonkers? Like, <laughs> just having the computer slow down and like explain things step by step makes your prompts better out the door. Just it's much, much better. That but we don't know uh, why humans created so something crazy. that we have no idea really how it works. Yeah, when he, I mean, I still can't stop. We, to a degree, no, we do. We of definitely, course, but, yeah. The people that but, made it know how it works, but they might not understand yet how. Yeah, the the why effective why the learning can actually well, and it's, be. It's with interesting what too. He explained the, the how AI works in a really simple way. All this, all ChatGPT does, and these generative AI models, all they do is predict the next word. It's like statistics, That's, right? Yeah. It's so they have yep. they have these huge right. large language models they train on to say probably probabilistically what is the next word in this sentence and then do it again when was the next word was the next word was the next word over and over again and that's how they can create human-like language because it's all based on you know statistics now that's a, like a wild oversimplification of course right these are super duper complex models are super yeah. duper complex um algorithms that help it but essentially all ai does is or generative ai like chat gpt right. All that does is predict the next yeah. word. It's read, it's read millions of conversations, and it said in yep. all these conversations, the this next is the word most is likely thing. First. Yep. You know, like this, the next word is and. Like, yeah. And so it's using statistical data to model the future, like what right. is expected, right? Yeah. So, so the article says here, as it stands, AI is pretty good at specific tasks, but less great at transferring skills across domains like mm -hmm. humans do. It says it means, and here's a quote, we shouldn't get too crazy about imminent AGI at this point. Pedro Dominguez, professor emeritus of computer science and engineering at the University of Washington, told Business Insider. So I guess there's, you know, more than just Google right. saying that, uh, you know, things aren't as crazy as, as some people are, are afraid they are right now. But the question, it's just a question of time, you know, when. Right. How long is it going to take to get to that point? Well, and hopefully we can keep up with how we're going to handle Yeah, and I think that's one of the regulations things. Regulations. I think like that's that. one of the things that they've been training on 
you know, some of the some of the experiments they've been doing is telling uh, some AI models, I need you to do this. And the AI model hasn't been trained on that, so it doesn't know how, but it knows how to outsource. Yeah. And it knows how to dial up DoorDash and it knows how to dial up whatever, you know, and, and it, and it, that's what it did. So if you have all these specialized AI that are really good at, you know, doing something, they're not smart enough to branch domains, but you have one AI that understands the internet and interconnectivity and using other AIs as tools, it really kind of mm, shortens no. that gap, right? Yeah, because now is you're that, talking. Is that, and then is it combining those AIs to do more efficient things? Like that's the kind of stuff that they're really pushing on there, right now. There are that. already companies out there doing exactly what Owen just yep. talked about. <laughs> Creating and AIs an, of AIs that outsource right? other AIs. Like, yeah, I was going to say. AI. It's the integration of AIs. A AI team leads, basically. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly what, there's companies <laughs> doing that already. And it's, it's crazy. What because you don't wild. need to reinvent the wheel, right? You just you right. just contact an AI that's been trained specifically. Like I said, it does them really well. And so all you need is an AI that understands that and uses mm -hmm. those as tools. Yeah, this, and you get, you yeah, get a lot, the argument becomes like, a lot thinner, right? About the AGI is farther away. A leader in a company can create multiple AIs. Like, give me a research analyst based off of this text over here. Yeah. And then give me another marketing guru based off of this text over here. And so you get it select different AIs who is essentially on your team working for you for free, basically. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. One of the conversations we had during the summit was um, AI isn't going to take your job per se. What's going to take your job is someone who knows how to use AI to make their job better or make your mm. do your job better. I've That's what's that. going to take your job. That's what I've heard. That's been kind of being passed around and kicked around in the tech industry specifically, you know, and in, yeah. um, in, in IT and information systems and network engineering is that no AI is not coming to take your job, but somebody who knows how to use it will. Yeah. So. The next, the next great programming language is English. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, not remind. speaking of CEOs and stuff, that reminds me of a thing I saw this, this last week. It's a quote from, um, uh, who was it? Emmett Shear at, uh, just days before he became interim CEO at OpenAI, which <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to this. We're getting to this, yeah. <laughs> he, says, he says, CEOs are hugely expensive. Why not automate those jobs? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> and they're like, hey, dude. Hey, wait, you wait. Be hey, one? you. What? <laughs> you want to you wanna be one? He's like, uh, I got to go delete a post real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be right All right, back. so let's talk about that. So OpenAI has been in a status of... Flux, <laughs> like a status of implosion, would you say? Would yeah, you say it's like a I, I would full say blown implosion? The, the foundation of this business right now, of this company, is about as firm as Christmas Jello salad. And after it's laid laid outside for yeah. a couple of yeah. Days, yeah, four hours in the heat. So let's let's mm, break mm. down. This will probably be this, this can take a bit. So this is probably be the last thing we talk about today, but let's let's do a bit of a timeline. Lando, you wanted to jump on that. Yes. So let's let's do it. I think the sequence of events matters a lot in this one. So what Jaren, was, that's what I was gonna do. Go Jaren, ahead, Jaren. You probably Jaren you, you know, and you Lando. Jaren you and Lando are gonna do a timeline. So Friday afternoon, a week ago Friday, and keep in mind Friday afternoons are always when companies put There's out dumps. the news they don't want anyone yeah. mm -hmm. to know. Yep. Right. They wait for the weekend to bury the lead. Yeah. So they they said that. Um, Sam Altman, the former CEO of OpenAI, co-founder, co-founder, um, he was less than oh, what was the word that they used? Communicative or forthcoming or something like that. Honest. Uh oh, did Jaron freeze? Oh no, this shot. is his big moment that <laughs> oh, we've been building up oh, to, and he froze. Oh, there he is. Okay, oh, no, the screenshot I got was even better. Oh, I'm back. Dang it, you I'm got back. it. You got, got it. One, yeah. Less, less, <laughs> less than less than candid in his communications with less candid. Less candid. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, and so they let him go, and put uh, I, th I think her name was Mati something, or is that this janitor from Alan Wake Two? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, um, her name starts with an M though. Mari. You're, you're yeah. Close. I can't remember this point. Marathi, I think, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Mari Marathi. Like Marathi. That, that sounds right. right. Yeah, we'll, something we'll like that. that. Uh, anyway, that was bombshell news because OpenAI, even though it is technically a nonprofit, 
which is just nuts, is yeah, like one of the fastest that? growing tech companies of the last year. It was with worth the launch of Chat GBT yeah. a year yeah. ago. Before all this happened, it was worth its market value was eighty billion dollars. A nonprofit. A nonprofit worth keep that in eighty mind. billion dollars. That's such a and big number. Eighty billion with a B. Mm -hmm. wow. So OpenAI was formed like six or seven years ago. Um, Elon Musk was part of it at the time, actually. And it was formed as a nonprofit so that they could develop AI for the benefit of humanity. They didn't want to worry about making a profit. Capitalism, they just wanted right. yeah, they just wanted to make something that would benefit humanity. And uh, they've kind of deviated from that in the last year. A lot. Because it certainly hmm. seems like they are making like, a profit, a minute. right? We can make <laughs> a lot of money. They do. I, like, they, I like money. <laughs> and they do have a for-profit arm. Like, that's, like, the enterprise arm is for-profit. They, they have a for-profit. It's directed by a at, at a cap. It's right. a capped profit. Oh, okay. Um, so Elon Musk left a couple years ago. Microsoft and took his money with them. Microsoft came in, invested, I think, 49%. So they don't own it completely. But Microsoft. Billion. Microsoft owns um, 49 percent, right? Yeah, but they, they own like a, a right to use OpenAI technology. Oh yeah, into the future, a perpetual L license. A li oh, perpetual yes. license. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft locked that down hard, and that was such wow. a smart move. Oh yeah, such yeah. a smart move by Microsoft. And so, thinking that Microsoft is highly invested in this in this nonprofit, um, the board decided to pretty much do a coup. And try to get Sam Altman out of there because rumors are they they feel like he's a little bit too uh, too too much like a standard CEO tech, of any tech other bro? tech company. Yeah, <laughs> too much tech, too bro. Much tech bro. Tech bro. He's he's a little gone a little wild west on the. They AI, basically thought uh, he was stuff. deviating from the mission of helping humanity. Right. 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 Yeah. And so it, it seems like the board kind of <laughs> was, was worried about the general safety of AI. But that that's just kind of a rumor because no one really knows everything that's mm. happening at this point. I was going to say, because, I've never seen a board more worried about humanity than money. So I yeah, don't know how much neither. of this I believe. Well, exactly. they're, they're a nonprofit board, so they don't care uh, about money. Their mission well, statement you, have you, doesn't have, have looked, money in it. Have you looked okay. at the members of the board, like who these people actually are and their backgrounds? They're money makers. They're crazy people. I can't remember. Someone on TikTok was just like went through every one of them, and I went, "Really? That person on the board? Really? Really? Like conspiracy? There's only four weirdos. of them too. There's only four yeah. people on the board. It's yeah, a very small board. Uh, four after a few people resigned. Yeah. So, yeah. the chief scientist was also he was the board. He was uh the president chairman chairman of the board also. Um, apparently he brought up the the, the coup. Um. Which he later then regretted. He tweeted like, yeah. "I regret my actions at OpenAI." Yeah. Oops. Um, and then the the interim CEO, whose name we couldn't remember, um, did you get she, it? She, uh, no. She oh. a day later <laughs> signed an open letter to the existing board saying, "I want Sam Altman back as CEO," even though she was part of it as interim. well. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, only her though, right? They, like no, like, it was like there was two thirds or three quarters of the company. Seven hundred and fifty. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. So on Saturday, um, it was announced that Sam Altman and what um, are the other Sataya. main? Oh yeah, the the what, one of the other main leaders wasn't he the chairman of the board? His friend. It the, was his. It was the him? other co-founder. It was the other co-founder. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, the other co-founder. Microsoft announced that they would be joining Microsoft. Um, and so at that point, we thought, okay, Sam Altman's not going back. Well, uh, after that, he decided to try to get his job back at OpenAI. Um, and we're still at the point of not knowing what's going on. He's still <laughs> in discussions with the board of oh trying to gosh. resume leadership because 95% so, of the employees have mm -hmm. signed a letter saying they would leave for Microsoft. Right. With, because with Sataya, Sata, Satali, what's his name? Satya, Satya, Satya Nadella. Nadella. Satya made a power. He flexed here. He went, okay. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go against us on this, then we're just gonna create our own internal open AI and take your base ninety five percent of your company under our wing. He said, if I remember correctly, he was quoted as saying, "Everyone that wants to come over, we will have a job for you." Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what they said in the letter they wrote. And he, he immediately hired Sam Altman and his buddy that quit with out of solidarity for him. 
Like, uh, not officially, because they're, yeah, they're not, not on not, the company registry. Oh, they didn't. Um, they didn't yeah. actually get hired. They they just threatened that. I I think Sam I think Altman's like, like a, yeah, I'll I'll join you. But then yeah, I think like, I think it was a handshake. Never, you know, it was kind of yeah. a handshake deal. There wasn't I, well, any whatever it is, I bet you like that, whatever yeah. it was, it seemed to have freaked out the board for OpenAI because <laughs> right. they so, came back to the table real quick. Uh, imagine well, especially with a letter from the employees, right? Yeah. I mean, that was a big mm-hmm. part of that. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Microsoft wins here, though. They would essentially have bought OpenAI for $0. Yeah. Because they would get Sam Altman, the main leadership, 700 of their employees, plus they already have a perpetual license for yeah, all that's... of OpenAI's other stuff. And that's it's OpenAI. Part that's... of that is that it's open source. Like, it's not being hidden. Like, it's it's not... It's not it's proprietary. Not... Yeah. yeah. I, they, I'd say, they're trying I'd to say, say that, that. But they are. Yeah. Well, it is. It but is. it yeah. doesn't. Either way, it doesn't matter because they already paid for the rights in perpetuity to use yeah, all of right. it. Yeah. So they could just take what's there and take Especially, all the employees and and everyone and well, just with Microsoft start from there. Com- Computer power, like oh, and it if, would be and huge. if you can imagine, yeah. if ninety-five percent of the employees left, and that comp- company is just hemorrhaging money and and whatever, they're going to be worth pennies on the dollar. Microsoft yeah. could probably just scoop up the IP, get the rest, yeah. get the rest of the IP, the actual intellectual property, for for nothing. Well, you know what's you know what's extra crazy? Is think about this for a second. We mentioned that it's worth eighty billion dollars. Oh, this company gosh. now combine that with the knowledge that there's only around seven hundred odd employees in right. that company. Can you imagine any other company that's worth eighty billion dollars that With doesn't even that doesn't even employ a thousand people? Ooh. No. That's no. wild. That is it's just bonkers, wild. Crazy. Yeah. So crazy story. And it happened over the weekend. It was like the biggest tech weekend ever. Oh man. It was Get it was everywhere. Now. You, know, you know what? So so what else happened is immediately after firing Sam Altman, the board went to their biggest competitor and tried to merge the companies. Um, they went to, where is it? Yeah. They tried to go to their, anth- their biggest competitor, Anthropic, Anthropic. Who, who was a co-founder of, yeah. of OpenAI at the beginning. And he left to go oh. start his own version. And the board tried to do this like merge. I don't know if it was to protect themselves or get some funding, but they tried to merge with Anthropic um, immediately to just bring those two together and anthropic was like no my guy like, no they, why would you touch you're that? nuclear do, you're nuclear yeah. right now dude i you, get <laughs> out of here i can't believe you even yeah. how'd you get this number you know like <laughs> we found this number tape this. at the bottom of sam altman's keyboard we don't know who it is but do you want to buy the company oh it's yeah. anthropic you know uh, so a- after that they they hired another interim ceo so they they had three ceos in three days yes um, this this That's one is the twitch co-founder emmett Shear. Um, who we uh, talked about earlier, um, but apparently he is uh, he's trying to negotiate with the board to get Sam Altman to return. So yeah. just absolutely bonkers I mean, stuff happening. Like I said, Jello Foundation, nothing is solid at so that, all at that company, right? Yeah, I mean, Mira, just a huge Marathi. That's who uh, we're talking. About. I was right, Marathi. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I said Marada, yeah. but Marathi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mira Marathi. I mean, it's just been crazy to see it devolve and like just implode in uh, in just a few days the hours, last time really. the last time we saw something like this and it wasn't as fast uh but but along those lines was probably we work we work we work went down the tubes really fast but it was definitely not over one weekend <laughs> no not that fast <laughs> we work never had a compelling product though <laughs> yeah that's AI. that's also a very good point yeah, yeah so just absolutely crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. We're, we're going to keep abreast of the situation and talk about uh, what happens next week. We'll, we will be here to give you the updates. Um, but I believe that about wraps it up for today. I have a slight thing that goes along with it. So, Except for Jaron has something else to say. <laughs> always Jaron. The reason OpenAI went with Microsoft is because Microsoft's <laughs> Azure data center, they have so much compute there. Um, for right. AI and Microsoft is now designing their own AI chips. Um, it's based on ARM. So sorry, Intel, you missed yet another boat. Um, <laughs> you missed the mobile revolution, the AI revolution, the GPU revolution. Poor <laughs> Intel. You missed everything. But you've um, got those cores going for you. So yeah, the efficiency cores that'll, that'll get you through. Um, so anyway, they they have these new 
processors that Microsoft's building in-house. They'll be uh, rolled out next year. It should make greater performance, cheaper cost. So is this built on their on their discrete GPU stuff that they've been kind of same idea? I don't think so. No, hmm. I don't think it's related to that. Hmm. But because I right. know that's what that's what Nvidia did, right? Like they have their discrete. They've got their Nvidia is all about the the CUDA but cores. They also, and right. the machine learning cores, but and they've all got that their stuff. those G, those specific AI GPUs are like ten or fifteen thousand dollars a piece, right? Very expensive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's Good. all. It was it was very topical. Sorry. Two hours later. All right, time to uh, wrap it up. And before we do that, though, big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, Patreon.com/slash/GadgetSpot. And I don't know if you know this patreon backer but there was a phantom drop secret drop of content earlier this week where myself and rebecca frost spent about 40 minutes talking about spider-man 2 all the ins and outs and why that game is so great so it is there for you exclusively patreon Patreon. backers they got for the for the geek show arcade geek show it's on it's on it's on our patreon and it and it is also on the uh regular geek show patreon as well right so on. there you go um patreon.com slash gadget spot if you donate six dollars a month or more you get a shout out on the air along with all the other cool stuff like the in-between and access to the special discord channel that's patreon only jaron has those names for us though thank you to david broshinsky connor Kisaw, and wiffleball tony you guys are the best downskilled the by anchula by anchula by Angela. Yes. I like it. Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old. Travis Johnson, check out the new Baldur's Gate 3 custom tech stickers at Pyman Graphics on Etsy. Jeremy, no name, no color. Kesslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz. Owen has tech cred, double exclamation point. Matt Nelson, me, speechless like a Japanese video game, dot, dot, dot. Josh D, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe. There's no place like G28X0Y0Z0. Ryan M and Adam Hecht. All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of this week. We'll see you next week. And Lando, take us out. Owen, Jaron, you guys guys were giving me all kinds of crap. I was done. Huh? Remember? You guys gave me all kinds of crap. You're like, I don't like this. It's getting old, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't think think that happened at all. Now's not the time to bring this up, Lando. Come on. I think you're just trying to get out of it. Don't I am. Do it. Here we go. Uh, you know, I got one. I got one. No, 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 no. This no, no, is Lando's no, no. job. I got this. I got this. <laughs> right. I got this. I was gonna rip him apart. I got so this. No, 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 no. If you click and print and it doesn't work, just keep trying. It'll work eventually. Be an end user. Boom. Was that so hard? Yes, it's, it's very difficult. <laughs>